What's the one? The the one on Yale, uh, LA Fitness. Oh, Fitness. What um, does the LA stand for? Um, losing ass, ass cheeks. Uh, l- lifting ass cheeks. Lifting no. Large Losers anonymous. <laughs> large asses. Why do I keep going to asses? It starts with A. I just keep thinking of butts. <laughs> All day, mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. literal anarchy because it's a crazy. Well, show. it really is. Also, it's just a mess all the time. Um, but yeah, the, the grunting that would happen there, and it was only like guys that were like clearly were like on steroids. Um, and it's just like, why? What's the point? And then like they personally didn't find them attractive but the ones who were not grunting and were still in really good shape i'm like look you can you can be in really good shape and not grunt and have lots of muscles and be hot so do that instead i don't know but they're doing it for the back knee oh that back knee though <laughs> just really gets my just rippling back knee. just give shivers my jimmies or whatever rustles my jimmies there you go it flips your skirt shivers my timbers Oh, you, know what, you have trees? Oh, you know what I mean. <laughs> Who are my Nicki Minaj's cousin's friend? <laughs> did I lie though? You're y- high now. Yes, you did. What? You're high right now. No, I'm not. You're high right now. I'm just buzzing That's from all the caffeine. Drink. Yeah. There's it says buy boost. So you think the boost is Wade? Yeah. Wade? Nothing brings you up like. It says it says plant based energy. Plant based. Plant based. That's the weed. That's the weed. You know, I brought it straight back from where did I come from? Denver. Ah, Tell me about it. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about it. (coughs) Oh, look out! Hmm. The curtains are behind you. Oh, oh, they're gonna choke me and just yeet me out the window. (laughs) Yeet. Splash <laughs> threw you all the way to the Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> the hurricane's still going on down there. <laughs> no, it's not really. Um, wait, is it? Did no, it what it's happened like to Louisiana. it? Louisiana. It just go away. It's just like, ah, man, gotcha. It's like, it's just stop. It blew down a bunch of fences in my neighborhood apparently, and I was like, really? That's all you did? Huh. Uh, Nothing happened here. Uh, there was apparently a lot of wind damage. One person had a tree fall in their house. They did. Mm-hmm. Someone we know. Oh no, I meant someone on our in our neighborhood. Oh, someone we know. There, a tree fell in their house. Someone sat in that chair that you're sitting in right now and had a, a tree fall in their house. Dustin. Dustin. I didn't hear that story. Did he tell it before I arrived? Because I'm always late. I just show up and I'm just like, ooh, I'm well, here. We told all the important stories before you arrived, and Good. Then we chose not to to revisit them. Good, because I wasn't going to listen to them. Except Casey Muskrat's, we did really. Well you did. You did talk about Casey Muskrat. Kitty Muskrat. Katie Muskrat. Sorry. Kitty. Kitty. Kitty Muskrat. Kitty Muskrat. Kitty Muskrat. Mm-hmm. I still haven't listened to her album. Um, I'm pretty sure we played the whole album while you were here. Uh, but you also talked a lot. Uh, well, not really talked. You kind of like yelled a lot. Um, so we're not certain that we really listened to it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh. In my own. Home. <laughs> Do you feel? Do you feel seen? I've never yelled. Um, mm. at you. I'm pretty certain on this podcast, it has been literally um, recorded somewhere in the uh, archives. No, 
The what are the the annals of time? Yes, the annals. The annals of time. The the banal annals. The banal annals. The banal annals of time. That sounds like a great sports team. The banal annals. Yeah. Woo! It's just the two fingers as their little salute. <laughs> woo! No, twisting. Woo! 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 woo, woo. <laughs> and then whenever you want to do something, you're like, <laughs> it's just like give the fisting sign. Oh man. I love that. We should start that. You want to start a kickball team? We can call it the Banal Annals. No? Not you a kickball team. Kickball? Table Be- tennis? Yeah, I'm not good at chess. that. I want to have a really rowdy chess team. It's just like everyone's just like, yeah! Woo! Yeah! <laughs> it's like, here come the Banal Annals! Yeah! <laughs> I got to come in. Slam all the chess pieces off of the table. You know, pick them up. I'm a badass bitch. You lose like, in the first round. Ooh! <laughs> And then they're like, okay, let's go and play. You lose in three moves. Like, how the fuck? (laughs) Well, at least we got a bomb cheer. What the fuck do you have? You just got nerd shit. Bye, bitches. And then I flip it again. Like, good luck. Bye. And then the refs come over and they say, you can't do that. You just need to leave and never come back here. We've called security. We actually called the cops. You are going to jail. We've called the army. Jail, right to we're jail. Frightened of mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. The arm, the national guard is on standby. The coast guard's coming. They're they're more and threatened. They don't do anything. They're more threatened by this than the January sixth insurrection. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, that's true. That that wasn't a lie. Did I lie though? That's Nicki Minaj. I know. That's why I keep saying it. Well, why it's are funny. you? I thought you were not listening to anything by Nicki Minaj again because of this. Oh, I've only doubled it. <laughs> just, just doubled down. But see, two times zero is still zero. <laughs> Do you know any of the words to Super Bass? I know all the words to Super Bass. Or I used to. This one is for the mofos. No. <laughs> yes, it is. This is one. This one is for the. Uh, Someone with the booming system. No, that you are yes, not even. Is. No, mouth. That's entrepreneur, entrepreneur, blank, and that one. And Which the, you can't go for the the last one. Yes, I can. No, we're going for the very first lyric. No. <laughs> I and got my heart <laughs> What you think the barbs are all upset right now? The barbs are don't care. The, the barbs are doubling down. Apparently, there was protests in uh, Atlanta about the vaccine. <laughs> there were. I saw were it. Just as big. They were huge. And like literally, the entire country of Trinidad and Tobago came out and said, "You're wrong." <laughs> Shook a, a a figurative shake her face and say, "Stop talking." <laughs> no, baby. No. <laughs> I don't care enough about you to lie to you. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Yeah. What a world we live in. Something else. Mm-hmm. Just talking about... Um, by Tucker Carlson. Who? Minky Manjaj. Oh, yeah. There was a whole segment on Fox News about that. And it's like, oh. They were you like, guys finally! Are, you guys are really searching for something to... They turned on CeCe Peniston. Who? Said, finally, it's Oh. <laughs> finally! <laughs> you know, that's been redone. By who? The Kelly Rowland. Oh. The Kelly Rowland, and it is fabulous. Did you know, speaking of... Kelly Rowland? No. Um, speaking of Dula Peep... <gasps> mm. 
She's going on tour. I saw that. She's not coming to Houston, though. She is coming to Houston. But Megan The is not coming to Houston. Uh, because she's on tour with Megan The. At least that's what they literally like. It's Dua Lipa and Megan The Stallion. And okay, then it was like, it was like asterisk. And then it was like, she's only at three. <laughs> She's actually only going to... I think it's like Tulsa, Oklahoma City, City. and Denver. Those are like the three places that Megan Thee Stallion is going to be at. She's a Midwest kind of girl. Apparently. Midwest... That's more like Great Plains. Great middle of nowhere. Flyover states. Well... Not Denver. She needs a lot of room for that performance. Mm Mm-hmm. You see that big dump truck ass? She's got to Swiffer that pussy across the stage. She got to be on her thought shit. Swiffer her pussy? You mean snail trail? Because <laughs> she got that wop. <laughs> well, yeah. I, it's, it's like the wettest Swiffer mm-hmm. wipe that you've ever had. It just drips. It's the last one. It, it doesn't go. Yeah, it doesn't uh, dry out. Yeah, it's it's the last Swiffer wipe that you... That Swiffer you, wipe. Swiffer you, wipe. And then you take the container and pour the leftover... And just dump it Swiffer over the top of it. it. And then you just mop with that. And it's just slushy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she, she's got After that. After 15 seconds of mopping, you slip and break your neck. Yeah, and we're talking wop, wop, wop. Hi, Thomas. Oh, hi, Bootsy. Yeah, uh, sleeping? Bend over like, what? Origami? Bend me, a craction. Craction. Mm, there we go. Got it. And craction. Oh, we've already been going for 10 minutes. Oh. We started. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to our podcast. Um, yeah, so... I know that the um, boyfriend apparently likes Megan the so I've been dabbling with the idea of going to see, because I love Dula Peep, dabbling with the, and he does too, but <laughs> I like her more, um, dabbling with the idea of going to Denver to visit Cody again in uh, March, uh, and then going to see Dula Peep in Denver. What are you, just a world traveler to only Denver now? Apparently. I've gone to Denver, what, three times? Oh my god. You're just going on retreats to get high as balls in the woods. I didn't get high the last time. Oh, I got a little bit high. But this, not this past time, but the time before that. But this time I did. I had the devil's lettuce. The devil's lettuce. But it was in a Laffy Taffy. Oh. Oh. I had the devil's lettuce, but I had it in a tincture. It was blended. I put a little drop <laughs> under my tongue. <laughs> and then everyone else got highest balls from bong rips. And I just sat there staring at them for hours. Said, <coughs> <laughs> Isn't it puff, puff, pass? <laughs> and then I put my face mask on so I could keep the smoke out of my nose. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, this is too much for me to handle. Oh, my sensitive little lungs. <laughs> and then your eyes turned a different color. Mm-hmm. And you Purple. Out the window. Yeah, it was mostly because all of the capillaries in my eyes burst at one time. And then I just started crying blood. And then I jumped out the window from the first story building. So I really just jumped into the bushes. Into a bush. <laughs> <laughs> and on the way down, <laughs> your life flashed. I had a long, eyes. long time to contemplate... My entire life just really flashing before me. And uh, then I woke up somehow miraculously uninjured. Uh, my ear was pierced. Not this, By a branch. Not, not this ear. The other ear it was, it was a thorn that went straight through. Um, and, uh, and you didn't keep it? No. Uh, this eye is now glass. Um, I don't know what happened to the eye. It's just gone. Um, I've always thought that your eyes are made of glass. Yeah, yeah that's why I can't see. How did I drive here? Do you have a self-driving car? I have one of the walking sticks. 
I have a seeing eye dog that drives seeing for me. Seeing eye dog that drives. He says left and right. <laughs> I've told like, you about this. Ooh. <laughs> ooh. Uh, I told you about the story of the um, uh, the uh, one of the classes I took my freshman year of this uh, professor who somehow had like heavy metals that were stuck in her system and had this like seeing eye dog, not seeing eye dog, but like this dog that could sense whenever she was about to have like a seizure or like a um, mental lapse, essentially from these heavy metals in her system that could not be taken out. Um, and he apparently could drive for her if that was to happen while she was on the road. No. he could <laughs> Supposedly he could. No. <clears throat> he could figure out how to stop the vehicle safely. I don't trust any dog in a car. Dogs don't he, even... Because really... the only dog you have is Kennedy. Well, and he'll, just... he'd bite you before... <laughs> no, he wouldn't. Okay. He'd growl. He'd growl. <laughs> Dogs don't have object permanence to know that, or it's another trait like that. They don't know that, that people are controlling the car. They mm-hmm. just think that everyone gets in the car and then the car takes you somewhere. Ooh, where are we going? Well, that's what she said. Well, she's stupid. Uh, she also ate heavy metals. The, so, <laughs> mm, Mercury. <laughs> yummy, yummy, yummy. <laughs> that was lead. Mm. You ever just take lead and sandwich it? sandwich it between two mercury buns <laughs> just take a big old crunch well see when she would eat hamburgers instead of cheese she'd peel off a nice piece of white paint from the wall and put it on there mm. and just take a nice Lead crunchy paint. bite yes i wondered what she did for the australian government because she was australian i wondered what she did for the australian government that led her to have a copious amount of heavy metals in her system that could not be removed i would have to say it's probably lead I can't imagine any other heavy metal except lead. Well, lead would be... uh, No, I think it was something else. Um, Lead would cause so much, like, brain issues. Except she had seizures. No, that's no. Lead lead just makes you crazy. I mean, it kills you. Well, yeah, but you're also, like... No, she was pretty crazy. I'm pretty certain we got her fired. They're like, that's lead. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's That's lead? That's lead face. Okay, what does mercury look like? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> mercury makes I, me think of Sailor Mercury, which makes me think of water, so bubbles. Uh, no. Mercury star power. Mercury is is a is a shiny. Very hot. Li- no, it's not hot. It's just a shiny lick or the, the the planet. planet. Yeah, correct. Thank you. Do you think that uh, Mercury's in uh, Haterade right now? It's always in in in, uh, in I some sort Nicki of. I think Nicki Minaj thinks it is. Nicki Minaj thinks that everything is broken around her. I'm gonna switch from her to Cardi B. Okay, what do we want to talk about, Cardi B? No, I'm just switching. Switching what? Thoughts, provocation, everything. What do you want to talk about? I'm not talking. I'm never talking about Nicki Minaj <clears throat> again. I'm only talking about Cardi B now. Oh, is it because she's not vaccinated? Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. And is it because Cardi B was like coronavirus? She was the first. Shit, one serious. To, she was the first one to inspire vaccines. That was like February of 2020 that she was like, "This is shit's coming, coronavirus." She is a the moment. Nobel uh, scholar. Mm-hmm. I mean, she should get the Nobel Peace Prize for for science. Uh huh. I guess she it wouldn't like, be Nobel Prize serious. for science. People were like, oh, shit, Cardi B thinks so. Beyond. She discovered COVID-19. Follow. She sure did. Mm-hmm. She sure did. Mm-hmm. And that's why all the conservatives don't like it, because Cardi B is apparently putting so much filth into people's minds. Yeah. 
But she just makes good music. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. It's true. It's true. You know Uh, what else is true? You know who else makes good music? Recent Gallup polls. (laughs) Recent Gallup polls shows that Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger in the highest levels in over a decade. While we are growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. According to studies, there is a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. If you are a dog parent, you probably know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We're always working to reduce our own stress in any way that we can. But what about the anxiety we may have passed on to our dogs? Big Bones has a solution. CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs. And Big Bones has your dog covered, made from organic, human-grade ingredients, and full-spectrum hemp oil. Their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out BigBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. Big Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 15% using promo code Spooky 15. Spooky 15. Big Bones is LGBTQ owned and operated and is based in Houston, Texas. Big Bones proudly donates 10% of all profits to no kill shelters in the U.S. Need your bones ASAP or want to support small businesses? Baked Bones are now available at Man Ready Mercantile in the Houston Heights or at Man Ready Mercantile on South Congress in Austin. Baked Bones. No, because you're really taking away from my moment to shine. Mm. This was my moment, and that's what we should have talked about. Well, you probably should have tried harder. Bloop. I feel very attacked. <laughs> okay, Laganja. I didn't want to make it like everyone's attacking you, Laganja. No one's I'm attacking. Not attacked. <laughs> they did oh, Laganja bad. They did that entire season, and then she came back for All Star Six and said, "Fuck it up." She said, "Bye, flops. Mm-hmm. I don't really, need to do this. I don't need." My air time. Oh, she got her air time. She didn't need her air time. They I don't need me. friends. They disappoint, they disappoint me. <laughs> Honey, you got a big storm coming. <laughs> me and Cody uh, dabbled in the, the devil's lettuce. Uh, and then we watched that, um, uh, the entire thing. And that, that was a lot, of, a lot of fun. Of hilarity. Uh-huh. I hate it when she touches me. <laughs> I am a cool water. <laughs> Let the, I am a Aphrodite. <laughs> and letting the waters rush, rush over, over me. me. Oh, boy. <laughs> that entire thing, I was like, and it's supposedly like the, ti- well, the title screen said something about like a McDonald's commercial. And I was like, that I it was, was a grocery store commercial. It sounded like a grocery store commercial, but apparently they were like saying something. It said McDonald's on there. I don't know if it was. It's sponsored by McDonald's. Maybe. I don't know. A grocery store. That's sponsored by McDonald's. You can go to five or six stores or just one. <laughs> you can go to five or six stores to make one meal or mm-hmm. just one. McDonald's. And there was one guy that just kept on coming on and he kept on like turning 90 degrees and it was really awkward. The entire thing was just like, I was just sitting there like, I was vibing. Because <laughs> that was the word I kept on using this weekend. <laughs> and your eyes got smaller and smaller until they Every single time. <laughs> just like vibing. <laughs> and they were all vibing. like. Is he okay? Mm, and he hasn't even had any weed. <laughs> <laughs> he's just had some green tea. He's, he's just... We uh, just literally cut open a Lipton tea bag and mm-hmm. put it in a bowl for mm-hmm. him to smoke. Yeah, and he thinks it's weed, so he thinks he's high. That that placebo effect, though. 
drink your weed, <laughs> Drink it. Drink it up. Yes, Mama Hunty Slay. <clears throat> God. Excuse me. Um, should we talk about our spoopy things? We can. Is that something you'd be interested in? Well, I mean, that's the reason why we're here. The reason for the season? Not yet. Oh. Almost. What is the reason for the season? This, the angle that I'm looking at this mirror from is like really freaking me out. Because like it's like super skinny up on the top. And then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger because the reflection of itself. And like down the bottom it's like this wide. And up at the top it's like this this wide. So it looks like a, a mirror that's like a big purse. Don't worry guys. we're gonna I'm going to take care of him. <laughs> we'll get him a blanket and we'll put him down to bed. <laughs> but to bed you'll just put me down. I'll just put him down. <laughs> I'll put lavender scented tea bags uh-huh, on his eyes. Uh-huh. And then just... Pillow right over top. And hope for the best. Just... <laughs> and you'll all be here for this. Mm-hmm. It'll be all... our next segment. Yes. I murder Chris. <laughs> oh no. I think that's a nice way to go. You're suffocating under a pillow. And... I put lavender tea bags on your eyes though. Oh, okay. Is that like the olden days where you, they put, used to put silver coins on their eyes so they could pay the troll toll to get into this boy's soul? The, the soul the of a boy. boy's soul boy's soul boy's soul boy's soul yeah no you, you know who didn't calming you, so if i have land lavender i won't freak out if i'm being murdered yeah <laughs> yep checks that that checks That's out yeah um uh you know who didn't understand the you know pay the troll told to get into this boy's hole savannah so yes <laughs> she was like why does everyone always laugh about that and i was like she's like the boy's soul and like say that again, boys hole. And like boys hole. And she's like, oh. <laughs> and the girl, what the fuck? <laughs> you also thought that cucumber. <laughs> well, she did. <laughs> and squash and watermelons and fucking pumpkins. You should tell her that cherries are actually nuts. <laughs> oh, I I think she would probably lose her fucking mind. Tell her. <clears throat> tell her. I've, I've learned. Tell her. Tell her. <laughs> Uh, I think she, I, I have educated her a lot about, um, uh, where her food comes from. And I think it's quite surprising to her a lot of the time. The ground beef comes from cows. And not the ground. Yeah. Like you don't just like dig up beef. The, 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 the beef potatoes that you pull out of the ground mm-hmm. and then you chop them and then put them in the styrofoam mm-hmm. containers. Or the plastic. Oh yeah. The plastic wrap. Oh Yeah. The single-use plastics. That's what I use. I would not recommend that. I would not admit that. But, you know, if I stopped uh, using plastics or didn't use straws, the ocean wouldn't have caught on fire earlier this year. Yeah. That's all my fault. You should really stop. Mm -hmm. How do you think you could get ground beef from the grocery store in a non-single-use plastic? You can't. That's the problem is, like, all of our food comes from single-use anything single use plastic you think if i went in with a tupperware container i mean unless you got it straight from the butcher well they could wrap like steaks in paper yeah and then you could use it like a ground beef grinder here yeah that's a lot of work but there's there's a kitchen aid connection that you can use mine is not a kitchen aid oh my god <clears throat> well, mine is a KitchenAid because no, I'm bougie. Oh, on the fact that if I said you have I a nice bring... yellow shirt, thank you. Oh, is that what you want? That's not it. 
If I took a container, a Tupperware container, uh-huh. to the grocery store uh-huh. and said, can you put the ground beef in this? They, and then just we, give me a sticker and I'll do Do you it want them to take it out of the plastic wrap that's already wrapped in? No, I want them to grind it in front of me. What the fuck? Oh, do they have a beef grinder back there? Yeah. Uh, you think that the ground beef comes like that? Yeah. No. The thing is frozen. You think that they do it fresh? Yeah. In in every single H-E-B? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. If they have a deli counter. Why would it be in the deli? You mean the butcher? Butcher? Yes. The deli is where they have the cooked The meat meats. man. The, and then they have the, the raw meats. I want to go to the meat man and then the fishmonger. Oh, I love calling it a fishmonger. I don't know why. It makes it feel so fancy. Like, I'm going to go visit. I'm from the 1820s I'm... <laughs> London, I'm going to go visit my favorite fishmonger. Do you have any cold back there? <laughs> no, you know what's really good? Trout. I like trout. 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 I like that. I like trout. <laughs> I like all fish. I'm more fond of fish from the sea rather than from the uh, a lake. Mahi, mahi. That's a good one. That's a good one. Cod, salmon, tuna. Cod is a butter fish. All great. Love it. No, I don't mean that a bad thing. It's like very flaky. Buttery. Mm-hmm. Uh, all types of shellfish. Mm, shrimp. Every single shellfish. Shrimp can fuck me up. Care. I think I'm allergic to shellfish. Uh, scallops. Crab. Crabs. Lobsters. Mm. Uh, you know. I don't like lobster. I love fake lobster. I love lobster. Do you so do you much. eat crawfish? Yeah. I had crawfish for the first time this year. Um, it was pretty good. It's very good. It's just a lot of work, and I'm I'm lazy. It's a it's a it's a communal food. Correct. That you do with all your friends. Correct. Yeah. And so then you have to find friends that like crawfish. Yeah, it's, and you have to like work at it, and it, honestly, you should probably just be drunk while you're doing it as well, just yeah. because it makes it like go by a little bit faster. Uh, but the amount of meat that you get out of those things is very um, minimal. Minimal. Correct. Me and my friend Chelsea used to go all the time, <clears throat> and she would order them as spicy as she could get them, and I would order them with just butter and garlic. You're like, I would like a zero on the spice scale. <laughs> Do you guys have um, minus chili peppers? Can you, like, take the capsaicin away? Like, yeah. not, I want you to cook my food in a completely different area and building, actually, honestly. Just keep it completely away, and even then it's too spicy, okay? Well, no, because I would go to these places, and usually the best ones were, like, the, the Vietnamese-style ones. Mm-hmm. So they would still be spicy, even mm-hmm. if I was, like, really mild. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, oh, okay, we got you. And Put seven ho- like, uh, d- uh, Thai chilies in there. <laughs> oh, you like this? Like, was this good? We used four <laughs> bottles of sriracha. <laughs> six six cases of Louisiana boil. Mm, yes. <laughs> um, and then we uh, coated them in hot sauce. But she would eat them, like, as spicy as we, they could get them. And we'd have, like, a drink. And she'd be, like, tears running, snotty-nosed. Mm-hmm. And just... <sighs> and she was like, I can't wipe my face. And I'm like... Mm, butter. <laughs> There's stuff on my fingers. Mm, it's ruining my manicure. And she's like, I'm so hot. <laughs> Burnt red eyes. Mm. Her eyes turned burnt red. Yeah. Like bricks. I can uh, relate to this. Me and Cody, whenever we were in Denver, went to uh, one of his favorite Thai food places. And they were like, on a scale of one to six, what like what what temperature do you want? And Cody was like, one. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I'll do a four. That sounds good for me. Mm. 
girl. It was delicious. I, I was uh, just crying and snotting all over the place, like just a lot. And like, no matter how much I drank water or anything like that, just did not go away. I was. It was a rough moment, very rough moment. I enjoyed it though. It was delicious. I'd do it again. <laughs> I'm curious as to what a five or a six would be though. Um, I've had to explain to children that when they eat spicy things, they come out spicy too. Oh yeah. And, mm. uh, I never had like, that problem as a child. Oh my God, something's wrong. Yeah. No, that's, I told you that. I told you that. Like, <laughs> nothing you wrong. Like talkies. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it up. <laughs> Fuck it up, girl. Go on, get it. <laughs> oh no. Uh, okay. Anyways, you want to talk about some We should, things? yeah. We, t- we, went on, we went on a small tangent there. Just a little, like, what, five minute four, tangent? Four and a half hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, wh- who's going first? You. Me? Uh huh. Ooh. Because uh, I went first last week, right? I think so. Uh-huh. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Honestly, these days, what the fuck happens? <laughs> you know? Whatever the fuck. Would you like to go on a wild ride? Uh, I feel like I'm already there. Let but me, sure. Let me take you on a wild ride. Wilder ride? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. This one is very recent. Oh. Um, as in, the suspect was arrested today. Oh. Uh, for a, a variety of crimes. Oh, how interesting. So let's start at the beginning. Let's dabble. 1910. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, and they're still alive? No. Oh. This, this is the backstory. Okay. So 111 years ago, Alex Murdaugh's great-grandfather came as state prosecutor for prosecutor for the Carolina's for South Carolina's 14th District Judicial Circuit. Uh, the court spans five counties in south the southeast of the state, um, and he served as a prosecutor, as did his son, and gave the family 86 years of reign in the special circuit court. Oh, wow. So it's just nepotism. So keep on going. Basically. Why not? Um, and this <clears throat> ended in 2006, um, although... They did get to choose the successor. Can the... you? I thought that those were elected, aren't they? Or like they appointed? They pretty much are, yeah. But they found a way to groom an elector or oh, a, a, a successor. Well, I mean, if you have so much influence over if that you've much been time doing it for eighty-six years, exactly. I guess they're like, eh, my my son's next. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, all the while, the family still had a private practice law firm in the area, hmm. specializing in personal vehicular injury cases. So pretty much. Uh, if you did anything in these five counties, you would have to deal with this family. Whether or not they'd be trying your case, they'd be pers- prosecuting your case, or defending you. Mm. So they had pretty much a monopoly on the entire on everything. five counties' <laughs> uh, judiciary system. Yes. Which leads to our first alleged crime. Mm. Well, if that's not a crime already of literally pack yeah monopoly um like what do you even call that what's the term for that nepotism nepotism a monopoly like i don't because i mean any anyone unethical oh absolutely 100 (laughs) percent unethical behavior because i mean if anyone has any sort of like accident and they go have to go to the hospital it's like well i can just like not treat you wink if uh you know, my client is suing you or something like that. Like, there's a whole bunch of Sitting around the dinner table, and you're like, hey, my friend Bobby killed a family of four in a vehicle. uh, He ran them Mm -hmm. over. Can you help him? And they're like, yeah, sure. He's out. Yeah. Figured it all out. The judge, the jury, the everything. Yeah. Um, So, on July 8th, 2015, now we've 
fast forward. Oh, we we jump forward 111 years. No, just 190, 94 years. 94 years. Is that 2015? Yeah. 105. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, the body of 19-year-old Stephen Smith was found with a fatal head wound on a road in Hampton County. South Carolina, which is part of the jurisdiction that had been run by the Murdoch since 19, or 2006. Until 2006. And this is the, the county where their law firm is based. Hmm. Smith was gay, and his mother has said that she suspected her, her son. Um, wait, what? Was hate crime? She suspects oh, he yeah, was yeah, gay? Yeah. It, uh, suspects her son was, according to the local two, 2015 news article, killed in a hate crime by, quote, several local Hampton County youths from prestigious families, end quote. Of course. Uh, state highway police files include research into rumors that Alex Murdaugh's son, Buster, was a part of the group that he, that may have killed Smith. And the file suggests investigators were worried about the Murdaugh's prominence in the area was making individuals who have, may have had relevant inter- information about the killing reluctant to talk. So basically, this family had so much power that anyone who might know something, they were like, oh, don't want to talk about not, it or they're going to Yeah, they're going to come after me. It. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were unable to find solid evidence that Smith was killed in an attack committed by now 25-year-old Buster Murdaugh or anyone else. And there have been no arrests made in that case yet mm. um next february 24th 2019 alex murdoch's other son paul aged 19 at the time uh allegedly drove his family's 17 foot boat into a bridge piling at high speed while drunk at 2 a.m this killed one of the girls on board named mallory beach who was thrown from the boat paul murdoch was charged uh with operating a boat intoxicated Oh, boy. But a lawsuit filed by another man who'd been on board, Connor Cook, alleges that the investigators, uh, some with social and professional ties to the Murdoch family, initially ignored evidence that Murdoch had been driving in order to focus on Cook's potential culpability. So they... uh, Tried to frame someone else. Tried to frame someone else. (laughs) Uh, Somebody else on board. Yeah. Saying they... Oh, he took over the boat Mm -hmm. and crashed it. It wasn't the Murdoch's. Yeah. Paul Murdoch's father, Alex, and grandfather were present at the hospital where the crash survivors were treated, and Cook's suit includes testimony from staffers who say that Alex made efforts to enter other survivors' rooms and speak with their family members. <laughs> so he was trying to bribe them, essentially. Bribe or, them or uh, blackmail, blackmail them or them, yeah. intimidate them. Shit. Uh, the suit also includes a great, truly impressive number of statements from how drunk and obnoxious and belligerent Paul Murdoch was even after arriving at the hospital. Uh, Alex Murdaugh, through multiple outlets, has reported, is being investigated by a grand jury, jury for potential obstruction of justice charges related to his activities after this incident. Paul's case was slated to be tried, but before Paul and his mother, Maggie, uh, Alex Murdaugh's wife, were found, uh, could be tried, they were found dead. Oh! Um, on one of the family properties. A local news organiz- organization FITS News has reported that authorities believed that Paul was killed with a shotgun and his mother shot with a semi-automatic rifle. Wait, Paul is the, the son? Paul is the son. Okay. And Alex is not dead. Alex is the dad. The dad. And yeah. he was dead? No. Okay. He's the one that's 
We'll get there. Okay. Um, They're all basic white people names, so I'm trying to keep them all, all straight. Yeah, they all sound like your brothers. Mm-hmm, honestly. Uh, Welcome to my life. <laughs> white people. Mm-hmm. Desiree. Uh, literally. <laughs> She's the only one with some, some kind of a name that's interesting. Hey, my name is interesting. No, it's not. Chris. Chris. Christopher. Fucking white people. <laughs> Coming uh, from Mr. Smith. Well, my first name is Spencer, though. But I have a unique first name. Do you? I do. Mm. Uh, a local new... Police found their bodies near some dog kennels a quarter mile from the Murdaugh's, quote, hunting lodge. Wait, what? From the dog kennels? The bodies. Oh. Um, Alex Murdaugh was the person who called the deaths into 911. This happened on June 7th of this year. So two years after? No, he no, the boat accident was, was 20, 2019. Uh, 2019, yeah. Um, oh, my mine? God. Is it yours or mine? Hey, I was going to say, I don't think it was mine. I don't have any n- recent notifications. But Sophie followed me on Instagram. Want to get pumped? I'm going to get pumped. I'm going to get pumped. She has an OnlyFans attached to her Instagram. Do you think I, she has zero followers and zero posts, but she's following 754 people? Should I follow her back? Yeah. Should I? No. But like, hey, you need a sugar baby? <laughs> I don't think that's what she's doing. Mm, oh yeah, she's trying to find a sugar daddy and trying to no, scam someone. I think she's a, a Russian hacker. Oh, absolutely. And her name is Sophie. Sophie. Fucking Sophie. Fucking Sophie. Um, Anyways. Alex Murdoch has not been charged with any crime in relation to his family's death and has reportedly provided an alibi. For Alex? Yes. Mm. Um, so, on September 4th... Of this year. Of 2021. This month. Oh. Oh. That was, like, weeks ago. Yeah. Alex Murdoch dialed 911 and claimed that he had been shot in the head while changing a tire on the side of the road. State police found Murdoch and described his head wound as... Superficial. Superficial, like it just grazed him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it says it, it said that it fractured his school, school skull. School. <laughs> um, on September third, the day before, he had resigned from his position at his great grandfather's law firm after being confronted with evidence that he'd been embezzling money. So he pretended that he was. No, keep going. Sorry. The New York Times alleges that the amount was in the millions, and FTIS News claims that it could be an eight-digit amount. Oh, so tens of millions. Tens of millions. Oh, boy. Uh, The same day the law firm released this information, on Monday, September 6th, two days after he'd been shot in the head, Alex Murdaugh was discharged from the hospital and released a statement saying that he was going to rehab for oxycodone addiction. Mm. The past Tuesday, this week, Tuesday, uh, police revealed their hand, telling news outlets that Murdaugh had confessed to them this week that he asked a former client, 61-year-old Curtis Smith, to shoot him so that Buster, his eldest son, would be given an insurance payout. He gave him a gun and led him to a secluded road, um, and Alex Murdaugh's attorney says that Smith had sold him oxycodone um, and that Murdaugh was under the impression that his son would not receive benefits if the life insurance policy from the life insurance policy if he died by suicide. So he gave this man a gun and said, come on out and shoot me in the head. So basically he's going to take a bunch of pain pills and then 
get shot, and then his son was going to get all his money. Yeah. After both of his sons had killed people. Yeah. Well, we don't know allegedly killed this. people. The flavor. <laughs> uh, <coughs> yes. So apparently, this is also untrue for life policies that Alex Murdaugh would argue in court about. He would often go to cases with life insurance policies, uh-huh. um, and uh, it's apparently untrue for policies that are older than two years. So if you do die by suicide after a life insurance policy of two years, they'll still get the money. Yeah. So he could have just killed himself. Yeah. And instead, he got caught for <laughs> forcing someone to shoot him. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. So uh, he reportedly turned himself in today. On allegations of insurance fraud, conspiracy to commit insurance fraud, and filing a false police report. Isn't that funny that those are the three charges? Yeah, after there's people who are dead. Yeah. And then it, uh, that makes me like wonder how after, what, four generations of people, how many people have been murdered or anything like that by this f- family that is just running these counties. They can do whatever the fuck they want to. Oh, you know who got arrested? Who? Um, the lady in the Ahmad Arbery case. The the lady. There's a, a lady. Yeah. The uh, she was the um, she was like the uh, prosecutor for the special court district. Oh, I didn't know she got arrested. That's got awesome. Arrested. Yeah. Good. Because um, she was basically like, oh, we're not doing anything about this. Yeah. yeah fuck her. Yeah. The district attorney. She was the mm. district attorney. Mm. Oh, because that was another case where everything was like everyone knew each other. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was the sheriff for mm-hmm. so many years. Mm. And she was like, no, yeah, we believe that... Uh... They were doing something bad. No, she was like, uh, yeah, he was breaking into that house. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Not them. I, I mean, uh, Ahmad. Yeah. Um. So he also made bail today and returned to rehab. <laughs> okay, so he has so much money from embezzlement that he was like, I turned myself in, but I got out. Now he just well, hey, the, the bail was like twenty thousand dollars because it's all his family and people that he knows. Mm-hmm. So they set the bail super low. There's no way that you can embezzle ten million dollars, tens of millions of dollars, and then have a bail just twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, and have Unless, admitted to that embezzlement uh-huh. and not be sued for it, and insurance fraud and all these other things, and only and twenty thousand dollars. Hiring a hitman, mm-hmm. regardless of who it's for, exactly, even if for yourself, plotting to murder. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Suicide is illegal. Uh-huh. So, yeah, <laughs> help, having someone you're uh, assisted you're suicide, assisting a suicide. Uh huh. Um, yeah, paying someone to assist a suicide. That and he had a twenty thousand dollar bail. That means that he has this. Uh, he's entrenched in the political system. Mm-hmm. His family's entrenched in the political system, and so all of this is just like, yep, judiciary system. Not well, political too, but judiciary system where they can just do whatever the fuck they want to and everyone's just like yeah well just $20,000 bail not not a bad thing if he's embezzled, embezzled tens of millions of dollars do you know what $20,000 is? nothing a, a drop in the bucket me and Cody were talking about this uh, this weekend because um, we saw like the lottery thing that was like 400 million something dollars uh, and he was like what would you do with that money? I was like I would take it and immediately invest it because even if I invested it somewhere uh, not invested um uh, yeah, well, invested. Buy Bitcoin. Yeah, exactly. Because um, even if I'm getting like a 1% return on that, 1% of $400 million is $4 million a year. Like, 
I could literally live off of that for forever. <laughs> even if it was, even if I got four million dollars, if someone gave me four million dollars and I was living, uh, you know, one percent off of that, that's what forty thousand dollars a year. That's basically what I'm living on now. So, <laughs> I mean, you gotta, well, you gotta pay your taxes first. Uh, of course, taxes. I always tell the children you gotta pay. You gotta your pay taxes. taxes. <laughs> uh, but also, you don't get that lump sum. That's a, a thing. That you, that's another thing that people are always stupid. It's like, oh yeah, give me all that money right now. Like, you don't want all that money right now. Because you're going to get a lower payout. you got to take that money slowly, girl. See, but then you have to deal with inflation. You're not getting as much money in, mm. in the long run as you would have gotten. Yeah, but the, then it's lump, the lump sum is like... The ticket is is to get that money and invest it right away and still continue to live your life as if you didn't win anything. Mm. Valid. I mean, splurge Retire at the age of 50. Don't tell nobody. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Don't tell nobody. Don't tell nobody. Because then everyone finds out and they're like... Oh. Every every family member and every friend comes out of the woodwork. Remember that time that I gave you hundred dollars? Yeah, no, <laughs> fuck off. I don't. I don't remember that. Go away. Um, yes, all of those things. Plus, mm. uh, yesterday, law enforcement opened a criminal pot probe into the death of the Murdoch housekeeper Gloria Satterfield, who died in their home on February twenty February of two thousand and eighteen. After working for the family for two decades. So she found something out and they killed her. She tripped and fell. <clears throat> no, she found something out and they killed her. The death certificate prescribed the manner of death as natural causes. Mm-hmm. After tripping and falling? That's not a natural cause. <laughs> yeah, the coroner was not reported and the there was no autopsy, autopsy performed either. Yeah, because they paid everyone off. Mm-hmm. And they killed her. They killed her. Oh my god! Allegedly, allegedly. How, how is there not like FBI people looking into this? Like, I think they are now. It's, I've been on CNN and, and all the news networks today. Fucking crazy! This is literally an obvious like abuse of massive amounts of power. Yeah. I mean, they need to revisit the the two sons. Be like, hold on, let's look at this stuff again. Go back to the court cases from 1910. Oh, of course, revisit all of them. See who's in jail or was thrown in jail because of their wrongdoings that led to someone else being blamed for it. Ooh, exonerate some motherfuckers, girl. Well, Alex is the son of the son of the initial person. So oh, yeah. however many children that initial one had. Mm-hmm. There's a whole family members, yeah. Who have kids mm-hmm. who have lots kids. of children. Yeah. Because there's, there's four generations now. Four gens. Yeah. And that's uh, quite a lot of uh, offspring. Yeah. In so the in genetics terms, <laughs> probably a lot. Uh, I mean, I don't I don't know how to talk about springs. Um, it's a season. Well, uh, offspring or on spring? Did they still bounce? Spring on. Apply directly. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Hmm. Bastards. Hmm. And I think that it's crazy that they're like. He has a team of lawyers. Mm. I mean, he is family. a team of lawyers. <laughs> And he's hired out out counsel, yeah, from different people who concocted this big thing. He's they said that he's been addicted to to opioids for years, and then that's what the blame is. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And so then they're they're and probably going to embezzled try- all that money so he could buy opiates. Oh boy, he did not embezzle to buy opiates. I mean, that could be a part of it for sure, but um, they're going to find he's that. It, powerful in the county he could go down to the police station and take it out of the evidence he, he could go down to a, a bank shit. and rob it and be like oh god i took money he's okay guys <laughs> don't worry about it because the, the, his brother's probably a police officer or cousin or something like that 
Oh, boy. Or blackmail some doctor into mm-hmm. writing a script. Of course. Um, well, and then he could even, like, the concoction, there's a huge lawsuit going against uh, Big Pharma right now because of uh, the opioid, opioid crisis. So he could probably just hop on that and be like, yeah, that's Look what, what the problem was. Look, yeah, and so he'll probably just get a payout from that and then not ever face any jail time for literally murdering four people, essentially. Or more. Well, not him. He technically possibly only murdered one person. Correct. And then just had uh, another man throw his life away for him. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that guy's in jail now, isn't he? Yeah. He also had meth on him while he was doing it. Oh, my God. So So he's in jail for a lot lot more um, uh, charges than... Alex Murdoch. And he probably promised him, like, oh, yeah, don't worry. I will get you out. Nobody's ever going to know. No one's ever going to know. Nobody's ever going to know it was you. Yeah. We're in the secluded road. Yeah. And now that man is in jail. I'm sorry to this man, but I do not know who this man is. No, no, no. Oh, to Kurt. Yeah. (laughs) I do not know who this man is. His name's Curtis now. Oh, thank you, Curtis. I mean, not thank you. (laughs) Curtis. Curtis. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry that you have to go through this. Because you you got taken advantage of by uh, a very wealthy family, yeah. very very prominent family. Oh well, and that's the story. And that's the story. Wow, I know, right? Yeah. Well, that's fun. I want to talk about something else fun. <laughs> so is it baked bones? Baked bones. Wait, I just love whenever you go, make bones. <laughs> make bones. This is LGBTQ operated. And this is based in Houston, Texas. Excuse me. Um, So, today I'm talking about something that actually kind of scares me. Uh, balding. Male pattern balding. No, I'm not talking about balding. Because I'm growing my hair back. You know, want to get pumped? Pump that hair, in, bitch. You've been um, going to Bosley? N- no, men? I have not. I've just been doing it from the the luxury of my own bathroom. You've been rubbing castor oil on your head? I don't know what that is, but yes. It's oil from the castor It's just hot tar and feathers. Remember back in the 1700s where they just do that to people? Yeah. Like, yeah, let me just dump hot tar on you. You'll, you'll be fine. Do you think that if we glued feathers to your head, people would not notice? Let's try it. All, let's bring your hair down. Hairline hair down right here, here and just like feathers. Like start small as like my, uh, what are they called, edges. And then, you know, go up from there as feathers and then it turns into hair. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. And then be like, oh, look. Ooh. I'm a crazy creature. Oh. Oh. This, my hairline. I'm evolving. I don't know anything about wigs. Dude, what do you think about the people who um, put on, I don't know anything about wigs. <laughs> uh, what do you think about the people who dress in um mermaid suits and then go to the beach and like pretend like they're mermaids i love the theatric of it um but there's like people who like really think that they're mermaids oh yeah well i've told you about this story about the woman that would bring fake baby dolls to the mall and she would pretend that they were real oh no you did not tell me the story at least i don't remember it oh yeah well no she so i think that she had lost a child yeah and it really Affected her. Affected her, her a lot. Uh-huh. Uh, but she would buy like these lifelike dolls. I mean, they were. She probably spent lots of money on she them. She spent, and they would be different every time. 
Oh my god. Uh, they would have like veins. You could see the veins in their skin, and they wouldn't move or whatever. But she was like, "Yeah, it's my baby." She would tell people. She would show anyone that asked, and people would go by, and she would roll the baby up to see other babies, like real babies. She'd be like, "Look." She'd tell the baby, look, look at this baby. And would anyone just be like, what the fuck? Oh, we talked to her all the time. One of my friends that worked in the perfume section grabbed the baby by the leg. <laughs> and she scarred that woman, I'm sure. <gasps> but sometimes she would have a carriage. Sometimes she'd just hold them. And she would just go to the mall all the time. Yeah. And I, I think that. You know, so many people, so many of us that worked there would talk to her that she she was like, they know that the baby's fake. Yeah. And so she would just come and talk to us because she was like not trying to put on any airs. Yeah. She knew that we knew. <laughs> we knew that she knew that we all knew. Everyone was on the Everyone same page knew. I think she was there for other people. But what about the people that she would go up and like show her baby to? I'd like... That plus other people would come up to her, and yeah. that's what she liked is when people would come up and say, "Oh, can I see your baby?" And she'd show the baby, and she'd be like, "It's not a real baby." <laughs> that's the point that I'd run away. Like she's gonna shoot me. Like I just need to be out of here. That's some crazy. She was really nice. I, I don't care. That's that is. Uh, she needs help. Yeah. Yeah. I never asked, but I have to imagine she was getting some kind of help. She was or wasn't? Was. She'd bring her mom in all the time, too. And her mom would be there with her while she's walking around with the baby? Baby, quote, unquote. Air quotes. I mean, it could be the fact... I don't never got into her life, but she could be personally traumatized every time she sees a baby. And so that's some kind of an exercise to help her get more comfortable around children. I don't know. Hmm. I still would never love my children. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Okay, well, <laughs> that's creepy. <laughs> so you where did, did we get this? Where, how did we get here? We were talking about things that scare me. Um, somehow that led to that. Um, but this was actually what I'm talking about now is actually a topic of conversation between me and my boyfriend. Um, and bleaching. N- no, uh, and. Surprisingly, today is uh, sponsored by a peer-reviewed scientific article from the National Center for Biotechnology Information. You can't just come up with a sponsor. No, it's not sponsored. It's like, I, this is where I got my research from. Okay. Uh, sorry, they, they're not paying us. I'm, this is what, what they, um, where they came from. It's, it's a government. How, how, how are they going to sponsor us? <laughs> Nuclear weapons. Oh, yep. <laughs> that's, that's what we got going on. Um, and the United States National Library of Medicine National Institutes of Health. So, like, th- these are these are places that I used to do get information from for my research papers in college. So these are peer-reviewed scientific articles. They have sources on them. And it was, you didn't look at any of the I sources. I did not look at any of the sources at all because I got pumped. <laughs> You're doing parasites. No, Algae I. Blooms. I am going to be. No, let me ask you a question. This will this will get you. No. Do you know anyone who's taken Ambien? I would like to know somebody that's taken Ambien. Oh, 
Well, we're going to talk about that, okay? Uh, Ambien, which is uh, the name for the prescription drug Zolpidem, is used to treat short-term insomnia. Uh, To cut a bunch of scientific... To cut a bunch of scientific things short, uh, it has a high binding affinity for a neuroreceptor, which basically makes it very strong and difficult to uh, shake off. Yeah. Uh, well, not to stay awake, but to, to get rid of. It doesn't just go away. It, it blocks the blocker. Um, so it binds to things and blocks, uh, basically puts you to sleep. Um, however, it is safer than other drug choices that are reported, uh, such uh, that have reported things such as central nervous system side effects that include headache, dizziness, nightmares, confusion, depression, sleepiness, and memory deficits. So there's some other medicines out there that can be stronger and do some crazier things to you. So it's like, mm, this isn't bad for you. Um, though Ambien is considered safer, there are still side effects like hallucinations, sensory distortions, delirium, amnesia, and complex behaviors such as nocturnal eating, sleep driving, and sleepwalking with object manipulation. So sleepwalking and moving things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, these instances tend to be very brief. However, there have been studies conducted that found some patients have some patients have hallucinated for one to seven hours, and even one patient that has hallucinated for six days. Mm. Yeah, um, and yeah, an extreme chase chase an extreme case has even reported that a woman with no prior psychiatric illness began taking Ambien, and after four weeks, she began to exhibit increased agitation, rapid speech, and confusion. Uh, Four days before being taken to the emergency room, she began to exhibit paranoia. In the emergency room, she said that the FBI was watching her and that the evaluating psychiatrist could kill her and her daughter. Seems seems good for a sleeping pill, right? (laughs) How how do you get prescribed? (laughs) It's like, hold on. Let's get to this wild adventures. Uh, I want to know what it feels like to be just crazy. Crazy. You're just uh, on it. Yeah, they're apparently only in rare cases, but I did find an article with a whole bunch of like crazy ass stories of Ambien. Um, a lot of them are really scary. Um, the authors of the uh, previous studies also found that these adverse reactions came from four major increased risk factors. Um, so if you took Ambien and you were also on an SSRI, which I understand is an antidepressant, yeah. um, at the same time, uh, being a female. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Things are just not good for being a few. You, yeah. you get a heart attack from a COVID bi- vaccine. Uh-huh. Very rarely. Very rarely. And you just get fucked up on Ambien. Yeah, exactly. And then you have periods. Uh-huh. Being older was another factor. It said, uh, what was it? Advanced age. And I, I was love like. love advanced age. Like, you're just old. <laughs> I love it when I would always, instead of saying, because you're old, I would have to say, you have more mature skin. That's a very politically correct way to say it. Mm-hmm. Very polite way. What's the what's the um, term where you take something that like is has a negative connotation and then turn it like a positive, like a sanitation engineer for a um, garbage worker? I don't know positivity. No bitch. <laughs> positivity. Woo! Imagination. Exactly. Yeah. Just because you live in a negative fucking oh, world. Oh god. I'm a pessimist. Um, oh, we know. Um, or the uh, fourth uh, increased risk factor was taking uh, a dose higher than the M- the ten uh, mg dose, so the ten milligram dose, so uh, which is one pill. Older woman. If you're an older woman who the, is taking antidepressants, antidepressants and you take any more if you than 10 took more than one one uh, pill, you were uh, real fucked up. Ready to get 
shitty. You ready to get pumped? <laughs> and then drink. Oh, yes. Um, oh, that could be a factor as well. Um, so there are stories written by people. And so those 44 stories that I was kind of just kind of like um, uh, blazing over, blazing over uh, because I was there was two stories in particular that I wanted to focus on for this whole journey uh, for the next five pages, actually. Um, but there was uh, several stories like cooking full like five course meals in the middle of the night uh, or attempting to. Um, online shopping and having tons of mysterious packages show up uh, and a large credit card bill. Um, peeing on their own computer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Using a lightsaber to kill zombies in their closet to save a teddy bear that they thought that the clothes in their closet was uh, were zombies. Um, so they were fighting zombies in their closet. Um, shaving off one's eyebrows and then coming downstairs naked to have sex with their husband. Um what did he think uh, he's the one who wrote it <laughs> hey you know what happened was real crazy yeah um, Beth uh, was just wilding out on ambien the other night yeah several car accidents uh one in particular that she um hit something had a dream that she hit something uh got out to change a tire couldn't figure out how to change the tire called triple a uh and then got home and then woke up and then tried to leave and her car was all fucked up and uh yeah it was totaled and somehow had made it back home um another person ran into a city park bench uh like there's a lot of a lot of crazy things and then one of my favorite that was not my favorite uh was her dad shooting a shotgun through the front door at her (laughs) yeah was he on Ambien or she was? He was on Ambien. She's the one who wrote it. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Uh, I mean, this stories go on and on. I didn't even finish, like, all of these 44. I was just really skimming through things. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, th- these things were crazy. Um, people waking up just covered in blood. Um, it, it was, like, their own blood that they, like, fell down at some point and cracked their head open or something like that. Ooh. And, yeah. I mean, it's terrifying things. You could literally die. Um, and speaking of... <laughs> There are two extreme cases that I want to talk about, particularly because people were murdered. Mm-hmm. So we start with case number one. So these cases were written by um, the actual like uh, court reporter, court, court psychiatrist. So there, there are studies that were written by three. The first one was written by two of them, uh, and then the second case was written by one of them. Um, so that's they, they were case studies essentially. So these really happened. Uh, so we'll start with Mr. A. He was a 45-year-old who was employed at, as a hospital worker. Uh, they're very just general because I guess they're court cases and they're like, you know, we can't have much information. I'm sure if we tried hard, we could probably find him. Uh, Mr. A had two prior major depressive episodes. Uh, the first was when he was 18 uh, after high school, and the second was a few years later after separating from his first wife. Oh, shit, that's fresh. Mm-hmm. Uh, antidepressant medications were ineffective for Mr. A, um, and he had required psychiatric hospitalization and treatment with electroconvulsive therapy. Um, and then each depressive episode was fully resolved. So he got his depressive episodes when he was younger, and they were resolved, and there was, you know, 
that was it, essentially. Uh, Mr. A had no history of substance abuse, uh, arrests, no domestic violence, no serious marital problems. He was apparently just... Uh, he had no uh, vi no history of acting violently, although some described him as being self-centered and argumentative uh, at times. Um, at the time of this offense, wink, um, Mr. A was living with his wife and their 13-month-old uh, daughter in the upstairs apartment of his parents' house. Uh, after the baby's birth, he began working the night shift to earn extra money. Mr. A developed a agitative depression with insomnia approximately six months uh, six months following the birth of his child, the onset may have been um, caused, trickled down by the stress of parenting or the change in his, you know, sleep-wake cycle. Your circadian rhythm is all fucked up, so could be part of a lot of things. Uh, Mr. A took med medical leave from his job uh, about a week before things happened. <laughs> hmm. uh, Mr. A's depression was severe and included intermittent, intermittent psychotic. Yeah, intermittent, psychotic, uh, sometimes paranoid symptoms. Um, at times, he believed people could read his mind or that his ex-wife could influence him through mind control. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, that bitch of an ex-wife can tell me what to do. Just gritted teeth mm -hmm. and <laughs> She's doing what to me? <laughs> she just has a voodoo doll. It's like, ooh. <laughs> uh, ooh. Do you feel that pinch? Ew. <laughs> you like that? No. <laughs> oh. That's what I said. Um, so he sought psych a psychiatric treatment about a month before the offense. Uh, the psychiatric consultation uh, note related that he was ruminating about his ex-wife and indicated... Ooh, ruminating. That's a good SIT word, right? Uh, and indicated the diagnosis of major depressive disorder. So initially they gave him uh, some antidepressants uh, and some other drugs. Uh, and found out the next week it wasn't really working, so they upped his dosage. And then the third week, they then added more antidepressants and um, uh, Ambien, essentially. And then the following uh, week, they added even more antidepressants. So he's basically on really strong antidepressants, several of them, and also Ambien to try and make him sleep. So Mr. A was also referred to... Uh, Refer to another psychiatrist for assessment for treatment for uh, electroconvulsive uh, therapy. So he got electroconvulsive therapy again. Uh, and his wife was like, we'll do it at home. Out, I'm going to shock him. Outpatient. And I was like, ooh. Uh, so Mr. A received one of the electroconvulsive therapies three days before the incident. Uh, during the next few days, family members reported that he was pacing all night long and unable to sleep. They described him as agitated and distraught, but not delirious. Mr. A reported having only fragmentary memory of the hours before the incident. He recalled that his wife gave him his usual nighttime medications, which included uh, an ambient pill, um, and was unable to fall asleep. And she gave him an extra pill, presumably also ambient, around 1.30 in the morning. And he said the next thing that he remembers was awaking in a wheelchair. He didn't know where he was. He asked the doctor why he was handcuffed. Uh, he had stabbed his wife more than 20 times. Uh, in conjunction with his lack of known history of violence, the ferocity of the attack was underscored, uh, underscored the highly uncharacteristic nature of his behavior. So it was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Where did this come from? Uh, so there are several indications that Mr. A was confused for many hours after the killing. Uh, one in particular, he remained in the apartment with his wife's body for about 12 hours. Um, when he came downstairs the next day, family members recalled that he was mumbling incoherently and appeared catatonic with glassy eyes. Girl, his brain was still asleep. 
His body was not, but his brain was. Um, Mr. A was questioned while being videotaped hours after being taken into custody. He was unshaven and barely responded to the questions. Uh, he stared blankly ahead, mumbling, I need help. I need help. The assistant, uh, the assistant district attorney could obtain no information and terminated the interview. So if this man was broken, essentially, uh, you can't get anything from him. He didn't. He didn't know anything. Didn't know what happened. Uh, so there was no testing done at the hospital for his antidepressants or for the Ambien. Um, and they were just like he had a full psychotic break. Essentially, yeah. And like they, they, and he was taken to the emergency room two days after his arrest. So he wasn't even like treated or you know seen like for any of this stuff. Look up some sort of his medical history. Exactly. And on top of that, you should probably do a blood test regardless. Like, was he on drugs or something like that? Like, I mean, that should be a factor right away, in my opinion. But who knows? And also the fact that he wasn't taken to the hospital until two days after his arrest. Like, something was already up with him. Just, I'm just throwing that out there. Um, the emergency department records indicate that he was acting irrationally and appeared to be responding to internal stimuli. So... By the time he went to the hospital two days later, they were like, mm, seems normal. He's re- responding to things. Um, like, that's not... Stop that. Uh, I just throw that out the window. I can still hear it, too. It's your phone, because no one can hear you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mine's way, way far away. Way so far away. Mm, gonna, and then it's going to start making a noise. Um, so the first and second authors of this case uh, uh, testified that uh, at the trial that Mr. A's mental state satisfied New York State's criteria for lack of criminal responsibility due to mental disease or defect. So this was the defense. They were basically like, uh, yeah, he's – oh, I assume the defense. This was the state's. Uh, and they were like, yeah, he, I mean, he was obviously undergoing something. But the prosecution – had their own psychiatrist, and the psychiatrist was like, nah, and uh, basically said that Mr. A killed his wife because of acute stresses and underlying personality features. So he was like, he was a bad person deep underneath there, and this kind of just, and the stress only exacerbated this, and maybe the drugs could have done that too, but he was definitely already there. Um, So after a few hours of deliberation, the jury found Mr. A guilty of murder in the second degree, and the presiding judge sentenced him to 25 years to life in prison. For a sleep-induced murder. Second degree is, like, I mean, not not, not planning it at all. Yeah. But thinking about it beforehand. Yeah. And that I guess that's what the prosecution argued hard enough that they were like, these were already things in his mind because he was under a lot of stress from having to work a second job and uh, uh, having a, you know, a 13-month-old baby and... You know other things, so they were like there was already the the personality traits there for him to be able to kill his wife, but uh, he just hadn't done it yet, and that this kind of just exacerbated it. And I was like, mm. I don't know about all that. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the correct thing to do in the situation. I don't know. Is, but... I don't know. Well, the correct thing, I think it should have been uh, almost thrown out because of the way that the hospital just didn't take care of testing him for anything like that and understanding his medical history and like trying to find these things i mean there's a great uh space there to argue for insanity yeah for sure you've been in you're in people have been declared insane for being on drugs at the time well there was well that's what the the people who wrote the who did this case study they said he was on um he was under 
uh, that he lacked criminal responsibility due to mental disease or defect. So because he was not in mental capacities, uh, that he lacked criminal responsibility. So that's what they originally said. But the, I guess the prosecutor, prosecution psychiatrist was able to testify better. Um, I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, he got sentenced to 25 years to life in prison. Uh, so that brings us to our second case uh, where in walks Mrs. B. Oh, no, not Mrs. Ms. B., uh, who was 62 years old when she killed her husband by hitting him several times on the head with a metal pipe and then placing a plastic bag over his head. Well, that's a little bit more visceral. Mm-hmm. The bag over the head thing. Mm-hmm. Like the beating of the pipe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. The bag. Yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. So Ms. B's psychiatric history consisted of a relatively brief period of minor depression that resolved after separating from her first husband, whom she described as verbally abusive, uh, and she had brief counseling. Uh, Ms. B subsequently remarried. uh, So interviews from like families and friends created a portrait that she was a very affectionate and uh, just conscientious. That's a good word. I like that word. Um, Her marriage was described as loving and she and her husband were viewed as the ideal couple. Uh, Yeah. So no evidence of domestic violence was uncovered. Uh, A few months before he was killed, Ms. B's husband suffered from a stroke uh, that left him with significant cognitive and physical deficits that he that were never resolved. Uh, And Ms. Mm. Ms. B became uh, anxious and mildly depressed with moderately severe insomnia. Mm. Ten days before the offense, Ms. B's internist diagnosed her with anxiety unspecified uh, and prescribed her an antidepressant, uh, which she began taking five days later. So she started taking it five days before the incident with her insomnia. When her insomnia did not resolve, the physician added um, Ambien nightly, which Ms. B reported beginning three days before the offense. The night before she killed her husband, Ms. B took two or three of the 10 milligram pills of Ambien because she explained the prescribed amount had not relieved her insomnia the prior two nights. Ms. B took one or more additional Ambien pills later that night or in the early morning because she stated she still couldn't sleep. So she took about five Ambien pills. Estimated. that That's what she said. Uh, so Ms. B reported possessing only dreamlike fragments of memory for the events surrounding the killing. She stated that she specifically remembered standing in the garage of her house while holding a metal bar and hitting her husband in their bedroom with the bar. She did not, however, recall entering the bedroom or placing a plastic bag around his head. So basically, she remembers a glimpse. I mean, it's basically like when you were black when you're blackout from drinking. You remember like a little clip of something like that, and you're like, oh yeah, I guess I was there. Um, and just like random memories like that. That's how I'm kind of relating to this. Uh, but I don't know that it's crazy. She was in a, she remembers being in the garage holding a pipe and then she remembers hitting him briefly in the bedroom, but does not remember getting to the bedroom and doesn't remember anything about putting the, the bag around his head. Uh, she further remembered that at some point she touched her husband's cold hand and realized he was dead. She did not clearly recall when she touched him or how many hours had passed. Ms. B remained in her home for approximately 24 hours after the homicide. Friends who spoke with her via telephone that day described her as disturbed and confused. One individual recalled that she sounded bizarre, like she was not there, and spoke in a slow, broken manner. One friend wondered whether Ms. B had suffered a stroke or a heart attack herself. 
Another friend was so concerned that she and her mother visited Ms. B's house. They called 911 after discovering Ms. B in the bathtub holding a knife to her throat. Uh, Ms. B reported taking a lot of pills and cutting her wrists after she realized her husband was dead. Uh, so she had glimpses of having the pipe, glimpses of hitting her husband with the pipe, uh, and then a glimpse of cutting her own, or of touching her husband's cold, dead hand. And then at some point she cut her wrists uh, in the bathtub. So, yeah. Uh, so paramedics discovered empty pre prescription bottles for uh, the antidepressants and the Ambien. So they don't know what happened to the pills, but I mean, each originally contained 30 pills and she had only gotten the antidepressants 10 days prior and the three days, th ago. three days prior or had only started taking it three days prior. And same with the other thing. So unless she took a shit ton of those pills um, or she flushed them, which that was another thing is that a lot of people flushed Ambien in the other stories. Uh, so it was like, did you take these? Do you know if you took these? Like that sounds absolutely wild to me. If she took 30 Ambien pills. I think she would die. She would. I don't know. Her brain would just break. It would melt. Maybe turn into goop. J goop that you could stretch. Mm -hmm. Ooh, Silly look strings. at look at this look at this brain. <laughs> How fun and playful. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so in the emergency room, uh, probably more than twenty four hours after the offense, Ms. B declared that she had killed her husband with a crowbar and she wanted to die. Uh, she did not conceal her responsibility for the killing, so she was just like. I think it was one thing I woke up and my husband was dead uh, and I could only be the person to blame. And so she's like, I want to die. I don't like this. So she was just straight up like, I had to have done this. Um, no other explanation. Uh, so Ms. B exhibited multiple signs of delirium. She was described as disoriented in the emergency room and police officers who were summoned to her home described her as displaying a fluctuating level of consciousness and cognition. So some point she was very helpful and paying attention and other times she was absolutely not. Um, so Ms. B told police at her home that she had killed her husband only a few hours earlier. Particular, particularly striking. Particular. Particularly. Uh, she confused her husband's name at least once, calling him by her first husband's name. Uh, supporting the presence of confusion or psychotic-like phenomena, Ms. B delusionally told police he wanted me to shoot him, but I didn't have a gun, so he told me to get the crowbar for him. He tried to hit himself but couldn't, so he asked me to. Uh, investigation revealed that there was no basis to believe that her husband wanted to die. Uh, but at the same time, he had surfaced her stroke and had no, uh, had little cognitive behavior. So, hmm. I don't know. Yeah. So Ms. B described feeling emotionless, like in a dream, and perceived the events unfolding as somewhat something that wasn't real. So she thought that it was a dream that was happening. She recounted, which is similar to a lot of the stories that I read about Ambien was a lot of things they were doing. It's like, yeah, I dreamed this and I woke up and found pots and pans that all over my uh, house and, you know, shit like that. Uh, some people turned up the heaters all the way and then woke up the next day in like a sweltering heat. And it's just like, cause you turn on your heater in the middle of summer. Uh, what do you expect? Ugh. Yeah, exactly. Um, she recounted. window. Mm-hmm. She recounted her actions as uh, automaton-like, both during and after assaulting her husband. Additionally, Ms. B described experiencing memory disturbances, specifically uh, like fragmentary recall, so uh, which is a common character, uh, which is commonly characterized as genuine delirium. 
Um, her memory disturbance caused her to possess a discontinuous episodic sense of events. So she just saw like random like glimpses of things, uh, as we mentioned. Her inaccurate recollections were best understood as representing, at least in part, uh, unwitting efforts to impose some type of logical order upon permanent gaps in her recall of space and time. Uh, so she tried to piece things together, but uh, couldn't um, and just didn't happen. So the author of this study, of this case, diagnosed her with major depression and delirium, not otherwise specified, um, not otherwise specified and acutely induced by excessive ambient use, essentially. Um, so he believed that Ms. B's agitation, uh, islands of lucidity, and emotional dissociation emanated from her delirium. He concluded that she had lacked substantial capacity to appreciate the wrongfulness of killing her husband. So she didn't know what she was doing is basically what he, what the psychiatrist um, who, who did this case study um, claimed. Uh, so, of course, the prosecution uh, psychiatrist reached a different conclusion because that's what their jobs are. Uh, he had the opinion that Ms. B had acted under extreme emotional disturbance and was responsible for killing her husband uh, in the uh, state of New York. An affirmative defense of extreme emotional disturbance lowers the charge from murder to manslaughter. So basically, if she was so overwhelmed with emotion that he had had a stroke, then the state of New York can diminish the uh, degree of the murder, essentially. Uh, so ultimately, Ms. B was offered and accepted a plea deal to the charge of manslaughter in exchange for a sentence of six years. Uh, she was paroled after serving four and a half years. So the other guy <laughs> had 25 years to life, and she only had four and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. And she remembers more of it than he did. He didn't remember any of it. Yeah, I didn't think, I didn't agree with the justice on the first one. And the mm -hmm. second one, I don't either. Because. You think it should have been more for her? Well, I can't imagine what happened to all those Ambien. Mm, and I don't know. is she telling us the correct amount of pills that they took? And I mean that it also like begs and on top of that, how did how does she know? Because at some point she could have still been taking those pills after she her mind shut off. Yeah. Because like that's the point of Ambien is it's supposed to help you go to sleep and then stay asleep. Because isn't it the one with like two like parts where one is fast dissolving to put you to sleep and the rest is slow dissolving so that it keeps you asleep. And so that part that keeps you asleep um, is the part that shuts down your, your brain. Yeah. Um, I mean, if she took 30 Ambien, I 100% believe whatever happened was like because of the drug. Oh, yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah. If she took 30. And you only started taking them three days before. Yeah. And you saw no, like, crazy immediate effect from taking an Ambien. Mm -hmm. And then three days later, you have this massive episode. Yeah. And then, or, and, well, I mean, she decided to take at least five. Yeah. That's just wild. So, in conclusion, I basically said, don't fuck around with Ambien. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't take antidepressants with Ambien. Uh, don't be a woman. <laughs> Stop being a woman. <laughs> Don't um, get old. <laughs> Don't take more than one, uh, no matter how much you want to sleep. Um, because that's looking through these stories, it was like uh, people who took three, people who took five, and like just things that just like fucked them up. Um, yeah. I don't have a whole lot of problems going to sleep. So. I don't have a problem going to sleep. I have a problem with staying asleep. Uh, but like 
I had because Alejandro has the same problem, and so I had dabbled with the idea. I was like, oh, maybe we should get you Ambien. But then I was like, wait, I think Ambien people like murdered people in this. Uh, and then sure enough, I started looking this up, and I'm like, oh, bitch. I think I think Alejandro should visit a doctor and get Ambien. I think that it would be best for him. Uh, so, so he could murder me. No, 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 no. For other reasons. <laughs> oh God, yeah. I mean, this person was on a plane. Um, oh boy. And he took yeah. an ambient to get on a plane. An ambient wall on the plane. Why? Um, used to, uh, used to hallucinate demons pushing mine carts across my eyeballs, uh, and that's why I stopped taking Ambien. So why did you take it when he was getting on the plane? Yeah, I don't know. When you're already on the plane, are you taking a 14-hour flight? <laughs> when I was on it consistently once a week, I would wake up and there would be a laser field in my room that I would crawl through to go to the bathroom. Well, that sounds like a good time. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of a lot of crazy like a lot of hallucinations, but uh, yeah, there's I mean this person drew a a a, a beautiful. Oh no no no! Not drew. They cut up all their credit cards and driver's license and gift cards. And made in in various shapes on the floor. Yeah. I read this book recently. Oh, did you? Uh-huh. It's called Dead Lake. Oh, yeah. Oh, you did? You did? You told me about that on Tuesday. Yeah. Well, you yeah. mentioned it. Because I'm pissed because it's four stories. Yeah. Five stories You in got one book. all the way down to the end of it and then... Yeah. Well, you and don't it, want to read more books? I want to read one book. Just <laughs> I want to read a book. Well, you read a book in the book. Now you can read five more Although, books in the book. I'm on... I've just finished the third story. Mm-hmm. No, fourth story in it. Mm-hmm. It was good. Okay. Uh, but the main one, she would like fall asleep and then she would have painted these paintings in her sleep and they were so good. Yeah. She'd be like, what the fuck's happening? Anyways, it was a zombie from the lake that would get out of the lake and paint for her. And then the man that lived in the woods that was trying to kill her, the zombie from the lake killed him. And oh. then she sold all the paintings and had a gallery showing. And that's how it ended? Yeah. Did she marry the zombie? No, she married the park ranger. Did she find the zombie? Yeah. He talked to her. Oh. He had no eyes. Oh. And they were just buddies? They were fucking it up and vibing. This this sounds like Shape of Water. <laughs> I've never seen that. I oh, I haven't either. I just know that something about a, a blind woman who falls in love with a fish. No, this is a zombie that lives in the water that was murdered by the man that's trying to murder her. Okay. And then he, he's like, you fucking killed me, and now I'm going to kill you. And then he pulls them pulls him through the deck, because the deck is also rotten. Uh-huh. Pulls him through the deck, and apparently drowns him and kills him. Why was he trying to kill her? He was killing everyone. He was a serial killer. He was killer. just fucking it up. So why was there only one zombie? How did the zombie become a zombie? I don't know. That wasn't explained? He was just a zombie? No, it was not explained whatsoever. Hmm. Hmm. They said it was a magical lake. <laughs> wow! Oops. Don't go near the magical lakes, y'all. Wops. Oh man! You want to read it? Uh, no, not not particularly. When's the last time you read a book? Uh, high school. Well, do textbooks count? No. Um, high school. Oh my god. <laughs> 
I think the last book I read was East of Eden. It was actually not a terrible book. There were definitely some boring parts, but there were also, uh, there was a lot going on there. Uh, Kathy, she was a, a character. She put razor blades in her vagina. Mm-hmm. What is the book about? Uh, it's apparently supposed to be like a big like relation of like Cain and Abel situation. I know it was an Oprah book club book. It was a good book. Is it about murder? I mean, she she did kill a lot of people, yeah. She she killed her parents at the age of like eight. And this is set in what day and age? Um, The 40s? 50s? Ugh. Maybe. I don't remember. Back Maybe then, I'll try it. It's, I, I think it's a decent book. There's some slow parts, though. But it's good. It's a lot of confusing because there's like several different families that they talk about. And they all kind of come together at the end. Do you know what I need to read? A lot of mangled penises. What? Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh. Big boobs. Big boobs. No. Anyways. Child. Child. Big balls. Big balls. <laughs> oh, Anyways, God. child. Child. Anyways. Uh, yeah, that's a... Uh, may Nikki, Ninki Minjaj Ninki rest in peace. Chile. Ch- Chile. Anyways, um, that's our podcast. Whee! Yay! Wait, well, let's do Let's talk about gay stuff. Woo! <laughs> like... Ghost whispering through trees. <laughs> hey, it's a signature for them, okay? <laughs> I don't know who started it. I don't know. The excitement. It's really there. <laughs> well, that's Let's Talk About Gay Stuff for you. That's our sister podcast. Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at letstalkaboutgaystuff.com. Giving you the latest... Uh, well, right now they're flashing back to mm-hmm. uh, some of their previous episodes. Flashback to, to gay history. To make sure you, make sure, just in case you didn't know, they're giving it to you again. They're really drilling you, drilling it into you. They're drilling, really a test. They're really drilling. They're really drilling you. Yeah, they're really, okay. They've flipped you around. <laughs> and they're just drilling. just drilling. <laughs> drilling that gay history right into you. Just rhythmically uh-huh. drilling. Very. Another bus. Another book. Club Nosleeve. <laughs> let's Talk About Gay Stuff is available anywhere where you get your podcasts. Also, Let's Talk About Gay Stuff on Facebook and Instagram and Talk Gay Stuff on Twitter. Would you like to <clears throat> Would you like to scribe them in a uh, electronic message? A table, tablet? <laughs> That's a stone tablet. Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, do you want to. Ooh! Uh, ooh. <laughs> Do you want to uh, listen to these voices somewhere else? Because you can. Don't you worry. Hey, do you do you like? I I want to do Meg Stalter style. Uh huh. Hey, do you like this? What you're getting here? Do you do you want to listen to the same people do the same stuff somewhere uh, else? It's, it's not it, it's not exactly the same thing. It's kind of similar, but it's different. Mm-hmm. And it's about uh, dra- drag queens, drag queens, drag people, people, people who do drag, people in uh, makeup and uh, hair and wigs, lots of makeup, and um, that's uh, that's our Ruby podcast. Yes. Our Ruby Podcast is available at ourrubypodcast.com and on Instagram at ourrubypodcast. And that's it. And that's it. <laughs> no, you could also um, oh, send pen, us. pen them 
use a, a use a paper and a, 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 a quill, quill, and a quill and parchment to send them an electronical mm. message at our weekly podcast at gmail.com. Oh, absolutely, Henny. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, yeah, we talk about anything televised drag. So uh, right now we are taking a break. Finally, uh, after a lot of drag. Uh, and I think we're going to try and pick up for, um, um, uh, what's Dragula. the, Dra- yeah, Dragula coming out in October. Dragula so. or Canada's Drag Race. Yeah, Canada's Drag Race coming up too. Canada's Drag Race. Uh, I feel like that. that's, well, we never miss a Dragula. Yeah, we never that's miss a Dragula. That just really kind of goes with our theme. That's what we started with. Yeah. It's our bread and butter. That's bread and butter, honey. <laughs> I'm staying away from carbs. Oh, I am too. I only had, uh, chicken today. Oh, it has two, two carbs. Only two, two carbs. carbs. Only two carbs. <laughs> Only two carbs. It's, it falls within my diet plan. <laughs> um, of course, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Economy Works, <laughs> a freelance talent network that connects professionals with project work. If you are a company that needs help with writing job descriptions, conducting, mar- conducting, conducting. marketing analysis, <laughs> managing your social media platforms, Economy Works has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with less. Economy works. When we work, the economy, economy works. works. Find out more at economyworks.com. That's E C O N O M I W O R K S dot com. Economy works. Yeah. yeah. Um. Beep, 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 boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Yum. Uh, oh! But a beep, boop, boop, boop. Yum. <laughs> hey, it so worked. Good. It worked. Uh, well, that's our podcast. We did it. We talked about some spooky things. <coughs> dead people. We drugs. Sure did. We sure did, Gene. We yeah. sure did. Um, the patriarchy. Bring down the patriarchy. Yeah. Bring pe- down pe- what, what the One girl say peg the patriarchy. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, revert to communism. Let's go communist. Mm-hmm. Full communist here. Mm-hmm. Um. Everyone's equal. Socialism is a disease. and <laughs> But communism is the cure. It's the answer. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Socialism is a disease, but fascism is the solution. That's pretty great. What? But only if people have equality. <laughs> I just want to throw those terms around because I feel like... Um... We'll get a lot Whoever of lessons from... Whoever uses them does not know what they mean. No, correct. Absolutely. So we don't either. So why don't we just... Nationalism. Very important. <laughs> to patriotism also very important to some people i love i love all isms i love the flag <laughs> i would go and hug the flag and give it a kiss i, I love, love flags <laughs> i love them uh, any flags any flags i love all flags oh oh, oh. my favorite one the ikea flag oh i went to ikea <laughs> earlier today let me tell you, i am mad at ikea right now okay. Uh, because I got a text message the day that I left for Denver that was like, hey, these lamps that you've been waiting a month and a half for, they're in now. They're on sale, No, bitch. they're in now because they've been out of stock for a month and a half. So I was like, ooh, perfect. I'll get them whenever I come back. It's been five days. I went to Ikea today. Guess what? Sold out of out. stock. So when I asked the Ikea lady, I say, hey, um, where are these? And she goes, oh, we got six of those in last week. Six? You only got six in after being out of stock for a month and a half? She goes, oh, yeah. They're being discontinued. And I'm like, what the fuck? There's a, October 1st. So there's not going to be any more. Like, 
Okay. So then I like look on the app and says, okay, there it shows that there there's like 16 of them in Frisco. Uh, can you like ship them or something like that? Because that doesn't look like they're up for delivery. She goes, no, we can't do that. And I'm like, how can I get these? Uh, and she's like, do you know anyone in Dallas? And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And so then I go home, go home, and my friend is like, oh yeah, IKEA lets you do like like order for pickup. They don't even allow you to do order for pickup for these ones either. So I'm having my friend go to the store and get them because I want these lamps. You're obsessed. They're very cute, and I'm gonna. She's going to buy me two lamps. And I'm going to have to meet her in College Station, like, in two weekends or something like that. Three weekends. That seems like a long drive for her and not that long for you. No, she's going to College Station already. Oh. So she's driving two hours, two and a half hours. I'll drive an hour and a half. That's fine. Oh. Hmm. Just for these lamps. nice friend. I know. She's very kind. Thank you, friend. But, yeah, I am upset with him because the lady just was like, oh, yeah, they're discontinued. And I was like, so I just was looking at her like, it was one of those awkward exchanges, like, you gonna offer me a solution to this, like in some way, shape, or form? And she's like, <laughs> "I'm like, okay, thank you for that information. Goodbye." <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> she gave uh, zero fucks. I'm like, "Oh, thanks, IKEA." So there's that. Yeah, that's our podcast. <laughs> Remember to get, get spooky, spooky with it. <laughs>